Welcome to this sixth edition of DC Update. Today is 11th of December 2013. My name is Jim Allen, and I'm the host of these podcasts. And today we're going to have a special edition to talk about a letter we'd written to the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission. The letter was actually written, I think, delivered in September, October. So it's a little bit delayed, but I uh, wanted to bring members up to, up to uh, speed on what we've done with this. In particular, what we did was in this, this uh, response to this regulatory proposal, we expressed support, limited support, mind you, but uh, support for uh, the retention of a constant net asset value for money market funds in certain circumstances. Particularly what we did was we said, you should be able to, that the SEC should be able to incorporate the uh, constant NAV for retail uh, money market funds, because they're a smaller part of the market, they're about a third of the market, uh, they're less prone to runs than, than the institutional side. And for those, in particularly in this case, for those money market funds that are dedicated specifically to government securities, government instruments. Uh, the primary reason here is that the, uh, the rationale for that, that perspective was that um, the government securities market was often seen, particularly in the U.S. Treasuries, was often seen as a safe haven for investors. And consequently, when uh, you had problems in the markets dating back to at least the mid-1990s, um, that oftentimes there would be a, a flight to quality, and that flight to quality would often push up the price for uh, treasury securities. Consequently, that would alleviate one of the big concerns about money market funds and specifically the breaking of the buck, as it happened uh, in 2008. Uh, in this case, if you had uh, constant NAV funds that were dedicated with 95% or more of their investments in government government securities, that uh, you would uh, not see a decline in value uh, as a consequence of uh, uh, market turmoil, and in, therefore you wouldn't see the 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 uh, investors running for the exits as we saw in a couple of circumstances in 2008. So th that was the that part of the um, of the of the perspective. That doesn't sort of over, override our overall perspective, which is that we um, strongly favor, uh, ultimately, all, um, all money market funds moving to a variable NAV. And the principal reasons here are that it's consistent with our perspectives on fair value accounting. It's also consistent with our perspectives on trying to limit systemic risks uh, that may result from various and various uh, financial instruments, various financial institutions, our systemic risk council that we help sponsor with the Pew Charitable Trust uh, has come out uh, strongly in favor of a variable NAV uh, rather and doing away with uh, constant NAV uh, funds, principally because of the the potential for systemic risk problems that that creates. And it also has a, the added benefit of being, of providing a consistent approach 
to oversight of these kinds of instruments. Uh, we've, we essentially look at the elements of effective reg regulation, uh, and one of those key elements for effective regulation is that underlying principles for regulation and enforcement must be consistent for similar transactions and activities. And if you've got one type of mutual fund that uh, operates outside of the realm of um, the structures that are required of all other mutual funds, well, it creates uh, some, some uh, bizarre happenings and actually some long-term problems. So the consistency in the regulation, I think, is, is another part of it. So that's the part with regard to the constant NEV. For the institutional investor side, however, we did come out uh, with a position favoring the variable NAV for these instruments. Once again, these are the parts of the of the um, uh, parts of the money market fund sector who uh, tend to be um, paying close attention. They're very uh, sensitive to changes in NAV uh, and the potential that they might not get their money back. I mean, that makes sense too because uh, oftentimes this is where they have their money invested for payroll and other uh, important near-term obligations. So they want to make sure that they're not going to lose any of the principal on this while still being able to earn a, a reasonable return uh, on their money while they have it, uh, while, they, while, they're, while they're waiting to, to use it for those purposes. Nevertheless, we stated that we think that the institutional market should evolve, it should move to a uh, variable NAV going forward. The positions we've taken have been based upon a number of contacts that we've had uh, with members as, uh, as well as our policy councils, uh, as well as some of the discussions that we've had with uh, some of the groups that we've put together like the Systemic Risk Council. For example, we've done, uh, we did a survey on um, money market mutual funds um, back in early 2013 that looked at uh, some of these issues on a global basis. Um, while the Europeans were more in favor of the variable NAV, uh, considerably more in favor of the variable NAVs than U.S. investors, the percentage of supporting variable NAV in Europe was not as overwhelming as we might have expected. Um, consequently, it didn't really give us a clear direction on where we needed to go uh, with regard to variable versus constant NAVs. We have, we've discussed this issue also with our Capital Markets Policy Council on a couple of different occasions dating back over the last four years. And once again, we came back with responses that uh, some were strongly in favor of variable NAV, some were strongly against moving to a NA, variable NAV. Uh, we've talked with our Systemic Risk Council. They were strongly in favor of a, uh, of a variable NAV. Um, but nevertheless, based upon the preponderance of both the members' perspectives, our interest in trying to limit systemic risk uh, our recognition of sort of market forces and uh, current market realities, we came to the conclusion that this was the, the approach that we needed to take with regard to money market funds at this particular time. So with that, I thank you very much. And as always, we ask that you follow us at our Market Integrity blog at blogs.cfainstitute.org slash marketintegrity. That's all one word, Market Integrity. 
and we welcome your feedback at advocacy at cfainstitute.org. Thank you very much, and we look forward to talking with you again about D.C. policy issues in the coming weeks. Copyright 2013 CFA Institute. This program is designed to give accurate and authoritative information in regard to the subject matter covered. It is distributed with the understanding that CFA Institute is not engaged in rendering legal, accounting, tax, investment, or other expert advice. If legal advice or other expert assistance is required, the services of a competent professional should be sought.